Hello and welcome to Food Allergy Freedom with Chelsea Winterholler, a podcast to help moms who have children with food allergies find emotional freedom. This is episode four, Thoughts Create Feelings. Hello, hello. This week we are going to talk about how your thoughts create your feelings. And on the surface, we all believe that this is the case. But when it comes down to it, we truly believe that our circumstances create how we feel. So my child has a food allergy. I feel stressed. The house is a mess. I'm feeling overwhelmed. My plane got delayed. It is so frustrating. She told me she doesn't like my shirt. That is so offensive. My husband never makes the bed. I feel underappreciated. The teacher doesn't prioritize my child's allergies. I feel powerless. Last week, we talked about facts versus stories. So once we have the fact of a circumstance down, we can start to look into our thoughts. Each of those examples that I gave you is a fact followed by a feeling. But I today want to show you that something happens in between the fact of the circumstance and how we feel. Think about that. Something actually happens in our brain between the fact and how we feel it in our bodies. I will tell you exactly what that is. It is a thought. We have a thought about a fact and then we have a feeling. So in the last episode, we talked about how 95% of the thoughts we have are unconscious. This is why we as natural human beings don't recognize that something happens between a fact and a feeling because we have so many unconscious thoughts. But I want you to start recognizing your thoughts, even the unconscious ones. So my child has a food allergy. That is a fact. My thought is... I don't know how I will manage this for his entire life. And I feel stressed. I feel stressed because of the thought, not because of the fact. Let's do another one. The house is a mess. That is a fact. (laughs) I have so much to do to get caught up is the thought. And I feel overwhelmed because of the thought. We know that the thought causes our feeling because there are other people in the same situation who see a messy house and don't feel overwhelmed because they are thinking a different thought. Like your children, for example, they see the messy house and they think, I want to go play with my Legos and they feel excited. That is because a fact cannot create a feeling. Our thoughts do. If a fact or a circumstance determined a thought, 
every single person would think the same thing and feel the exact same about the messy house. Sometimes I see the messy house and I think, I am so glad I have kids to mess it up. And I feel content, not overwhelmed. Sometimes I think the first thought, sometimes I think the second. I like how I feel more when I think the thought, I'm so glad I have kids to mess it up. There have been times in my life where I wished and waited for kids to come into our lives and mess up our house. We had years of infertility. So truly, sometimes the mess is completely welcomed by me. Here's another one. My plane got delayed is a fact. I'm probably not going to make my next flight is a thought. And we feel frustrated. Okay. There are people who, when their plane gets delayed, actually feel relief because they are thinking a different thought. Maybe they don't want to see the person on the other end of their travels. Maybe they have the world's longest layover. And now that was just made a little shorter. Because of the thought, you will feel a feeling. All I want you to leave with today is that your thoughts create your feelings in every situation, every single one. No one else makes you feel sad or frustrated or betrayed or offended. Isn't that empowering? You create your feelings with your thoughts. That is it. This week, I want you to recognize your thoughts and not shame yourself for them. So first, I want you to take time to identify your thought. Second, I want you to get curious about why you might be choosing to think that thought. That might sound like, that's so interesting that I heard the diagnosis of my son's allergy and then I immediately jumped to figuring out how to manage his entire life all while I was sitting in that doctor's office instead of taking this new knowledge one day at a time. Or, hmm... I wonder why I'm thinking I have to fix this all today. The third step is to love yourself anyway. Don't shame yourself for the thoughts that you have. Some of the thoughts that you start to recognize you will be surprised by. Don't judge yourself. Just get curious about what is going on for you right then. Of course, I am feeling stressed about a lifelong diagnosis. It makes total sense that this would feel heavy to me, especially if I'm trying to tackle solving this all today. I know I can handle feeling emotions. Remember, we want to feel all emotions. We want to teach ourselves that no emotion is too big or too scary for us. That's what we learned in episode two. We can feel a feeling. We know how to process them. If you still aren't convinced that your thoughts create your feelings, let me give you kind of a silly example. If our thoughts created our feelings, everyone would feel the exact same about the line at the grocery store. 
So when you walk into the grocery store and you see a line with 10 people in front of you and you think this is going to take forever, you would feel really impatient. But that guy in front of you, guess what he's thinking? Sweet. I have time to read this entire bodybuilding magazine and I don't even have to pay for it. And he feels excited. If the line with 10 people in front of you was able to create a feeling, we would all feel the same. We would all feel impatient or we would all feel excited. But guess what? Lines don't create feelings. Thoughts do. Remember, I want you to spend some time this week identifying your thoughts on a situation that has been bothering you. Write them all down. One of the most powerful things that I do in my day is write down every thought that comes to my brain about a stressful situation. Getting it all out on paper is so freeing to me. If I can't stop worrying about my son's diagnosis, I get out every single rational and irrational thought on a piece of paper. After I have done that, I spend some time getting curious about my thoughts. And then I choose to love myself anyway. I choose to love myself through these big feelings the heavy feelings of my son's diagnosis. Or maybe you have some excited feelings about all of the things you and your son are going to learn and be able to teach those around you. But I promise that when you start recognizing your thoughts, you will start to see the connection between your thoughts and your feelings. If you are learning from and enjoying this podcast, give me a shout out on your podcast app or recommend this to a friend. Find me on Instagram at winnerhollercoaching. Thanks for joining me today. See you next week, allergy moms.